Wall Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. And while the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Have you ever met someone who is horrible at their job? Like, no matter how many tries they have been given, they just continue to suck. Yeah, I worked with you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, weirdly enough, they were never fired and neither was I. No matter how many annoying and horrific ways they continue to mess up, they just never get fired. Well, today we are going to discuss a company just like that. A company that is so bad and that has caused so much destruction, it's unfathomable that they still exist. Yeah, today we're talking about Disney. (laughs) I'm joking. A company (laughs) that has made the world a worse place arguably disney we introduce to you oh a drum roll dow chemical find out why are they are the absolute worst on today's episode of white collars red hands we should do disney sometime actually they're actually aw- we should do they're disney. awful uh, disney's an evil corporation i know that like someone will probably bust down my door dressed as mickey mouse and try and murder me for hey, saying that Oh my God. That's my Mickey Mouse. That's a terrible Mickey Mouse. That would, and honestly, if someone was coming in dressed like that to murder me, though, that is probably how they'd sound. Yeah. I don't think they're going to come in like spot on, like they've done voice training. Like, aha, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. coming for you. Aha, uh-huh, I'm Mickey Mouse. Does Kashan Bachelor live here? Who's shit talking the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why are, why are uh, Minnie and Mickey getting a divorce? Because she was a little silly. No, I'm joking. It's because she was fucking goofy. I feel like Goofy would not be good at sex. Are you kidding me? Just a hot take. Goofy's so stupid, all the blood that was supposed to be in his brain is in his massive penis. Are you kidding me? I didn't say his dick wasn't big. I said he would not be good at sex. If you're just a size queen, then I'm just saying maybe maybe, maybe Goofy's good. I don't think he's laying it down the pipe that well. How quickly did we get to fucking (laughs) childhood cartoon characters in this episode? (laughs) I'm I'm looking at the timer right now. It's less than three minutes. (laughs) I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, Like, you're still here? Like, you came back? You listened to our other episodes? You came back? You listened to this? All right. Well, welcome. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's it's, it's an opinion. Okay. Well, on that note, Dow Chemical. uh, Yeah, what a good... I was like, normally we'd throw in a segue here. I can't. Yeah, there's no segue. I can't. I already derailed the episode. I'm talking about... And it's your episode. It's my episode. I derailed it. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than normal. We're not going to focus on one story. You're going to get a splattering of stories um, about this really shitty company. As I said to Kashan earlier, this is like a charcuterie board of a episode. A, a charcuterie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just little little vignettes, but if they were all fucking awful. Yeah, it's the worst charcuterie board of your life. Like, nothing tastes good. Yeah. It it's, all tastes like poison. <laughs> yeah. And it all makes you shit and have cancer. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. So, Dow Chemical. Dow Chemical was founded in 1867 by Herbert 
Henry Dow. Makes sense so far. Shitty name. He invented a new way of extracting bromine or bromine. Bromine? I think it's either or. Okay. He found it. He invented a new way of extracting bromine that was trapped underneath, that was trapped underground in Midland, Michigan. Bromine, the only other uh, element besides mercury on the uh, standard periodic table that is a liquid at standard temperature and pressure. Well, if you're like me and didn't take chemistry, <laughs> you don't know. you who fucking care about that, and I don't you don't know. know what bromine is. Bromine is a chemical element and is the symbol BR and atomic number thirty-five. It's toxic, yes, like it- my ex. <laughs> and I really tried to figure out what it's used for, and I couldn't figure it out. Um, like why? I don't know. Oh, you don't know either. I don't know either. I don't. I don't know what every chemical ever is used for. No, I, I gave thought you, you did. I had one bromine fact. That's all you get from me. Well, I have another one. Bromine was used for poison gas in World War One. Dow sold bleach and potassium bromide and got a bleach output of seventy-two tons a day in nineteen o two. Damn, that's a lot of bleach. That's a lot of bleach. Now, Dow was doing really, really well. And in the early 1900s, a British company slashed their prices so that they could drive Dow out of business. Wow, what predatory business practices. Well, it gets worse. Dow copied the com- what the company was doing and also lowered their prices to stay in business. And Dow was a sneaky little bastard. I was shocked. I, I honestly was shocked how much competition there was and how much conniving went in in regards to broing. Especially since now, a hundred and something years later... Both of us don't know what it's used we for. We don't care about it. What is bromine? And in 1905, German bromine producers began selling bromine at extremely low prices in the U.S. to keep Dow from expanding to Europe. Now, Dow was one step ahead of the German company, and then Dow bought all the cheap German-made bromine and it shipped and shipped them back to Europe. Well, Dow made sure to keep a diverse product line, and within 20 years, they were a major producer of ag- agricultural chemicals, elemental chlorine, Phenol and other chemicals I can't pronounce, and magnesium metal. Oh, phenol. Phenol. It was like phenol, the fucking the the spice. <laughs> I don't really. I'm not a fan of phenol. You know what? I don't think I've just eaten it by itself. Well, I don't know I've what it tastes like. I've had it in an Italian sausage, and I don't like how it tastes in an Italian sausage when it breaks apart in my teeth. You know, I've also had fennel. I went home. My girlfriend, super Italian. We had. Uh, we stayed with her grandpa for a little bit, even more Italian, and he made like a fennel calamari thing. It was pretty good, but it tastes kind of like uh, it's sweet. It has like an anise flavor. flavor almost. Yes, it does taste like that. It's anise? Yeah, like black licorice-ish. I thought it was anise. It's definitely not anise. That's way too close to anise, and they couldn't name it like that. It's anise. And they both taste the same. You've been eating some good tasting buttholes because I tell you what, I think they taste more like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually never mind. Thank you. Yeah, never mind. I already went far enough. I know you're going to take it to another level. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to stop right now. Which Disney character's ass tastes best? I think it's Donald. No. Don't answer. It would be Aurora. <laughs> no. She, Aurora likes her ass ate. Who is that? Sleeping Beauty. Anyway, here comes World War One. Once World War One started, Dow Chemicals started supplying war materials that were previously bought from Germany um, by the United States. So, yeah, they weren't by the United States was not buying this from Germany anymore. They were buying it from Dow. Yeah, because this, you know, we were at war with them. So, yeah, <laughs> they were producing things for incendiary flares. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Okay. 
I, I just am, I'm not confident today, everybody. My brain's not working. I've dealt with fifth grade a lot this week. I'm a substitute teacher. I don't talk like this in front of them. Man, you should see her after dealing with kindergartners. This is nothing. I know kindergarten's a whole other beast. But anyway, they were producing things for incendiary flares, explosives, medicine, and tear gas. And by 1918, 90% of production went to war effort, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, no, that that was like, this was when like, um, they also got like women in the workforce and stuff, right? Was starting in like World War One or was that yeah, World War Two? Yeah, and where that's like- where they had the like, um, oh, what the heck is that play called? Where the girls like get infected with the ra- the where you know oh radium yeah when radium they, they were making I know the real story because they were worked at a clock factory or mm-hmm. a watch factory and mm-hmm. they were painting the dials with radium so they'd glow in the dark isn't it called Radio Girls I don't know I don't know the show there's I, a show I, I just know the story and then they all died yeah it was really happens. sad don't eat radium that stuff always scares me because it's like. What what's that chemical now? Like you know, like we've had asbestos, right. we've had um, it's probably C eight. Honestly, when we talked about yeah. Dupont and how C like C eight like they stopped using C eight, but C eight like chemicals surfactants are still used in a bunch of products that hold. I, we think the same kind of health risks as C eight did. So yeah, it's probably that. Ugh. Yeah, and probably whatever's in my air fryer. Like nothing should cook that quickly. Just potato. <laughs> You're just like, just technology is too scary. It's, it's air and oil, Nina. I know. It's heated air and oil. Scary. I'm afraid of it. I still use it. <laughs> the caveman, Nina. Ooh, air fryer bed. Ooh, air oh, fryer no. bed. <laughs> air fryer, try kill Nina. Me kill air fryer first. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but oh my God, does it cook green beans good? Anyways, after World War II, Dow continued researching magnesium and ended up developing an developing automobile pistol pistons that were faster and more fuel efficient and in 1921 the winter winner of the indy 500 had a dow piston in his car just a little fun fact oh my god night the 1921 indy 500 had to be so fucking boring they're and loud dude. they're going like 35 miles per hour they have to crank their cars to start or some dumb shit <laughs> That's me being a car in 1921. Wow, Margaret, I'm so glad that we left the tuberculosis hospital. Come see the Indy 500. Me too, Jimmy. I just never thought I'd see the day where we had automobiles driving around in a circle. And the race is so quick, it only takes 16 hours for 500 laps. Technology is unbelievable. <laughs> and then we go get wasted at a speakeasy. You're already wasted. You're, you're drunk all the time. It's the 20s. What's up? The roaring 20s. Well, in the 1930s, Dow started producing plastic. And in 1940, they built their first plant in Freeport, Texas. The Freeport, Texas plant, to this day, is one of Dow's largest sites. But its headquarters are in Midland, Michigan. Oh, man. They started producing plastic? Mm-hmm. That's so nice that they contributed Dolly Parton to the world. That's We cool. would not have Dolly Parton today if Dow Chemical didn't exist. It's funny because they actually do make breast implants they later. Do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and plug that now. Oh, yeah. So so Dow actually bought a company called Dow Corning, which was one of their subsidiaries, which made breast implants for a long time. And they were also the uh, the victim, not victim. They were the, uh, what is it? Defendant. There we go. Defendant in a class action lawsuit that I covered extensively on our last bonus episode, the Silicon on Dow Corning. So go go and check that out. It's a little bite-sized episode. I think it's only like 18 minutes. So go go check it out if you want to learn about that. Were the breast implants busting? 
Yeah, so they said that they were leaking um, and also prone to rupture more often than they said they were. It has actually come out later, though, that they weren't really. Like, they weren't actually posing the health effects, and it, it was kind of all a lie. That, so at the end of that one, it, it was kind of weird because later, they, they like, scientific evidence came out to the contrary, and people stopped winning the lawsuits. Huh. Okay. Well, they also really helped the workers. Wait, it's my fault. This is all my fault. But we're so off topic. Okay, anyways. They also really helped the war efforts during World War II. They were really helpful. And in 1942, they began foreign expansion, having their first Dow Chemical in Canada. It was near Ontario. Um, They continued growing overseas and opened a subsidiary in Japan in 1952. Because its plastics business was booming, Dow started selling consumer products, starting with our beloved Saran Wrap. In 1953. Wow, they made saran wrap. They still make it. Whoa! <laughs> I forget they're still around. Yeah. And in, by 1971, Dow sales were exceeding $2 billion a year. That's a lot, especially in 1971. Mm-hmm. Is that is that their total sales on all of their sectors or just in like the um, plastic consumer goods manufacturing? I think it was all across the board. Okay, but. I mean that would make they do they did they you know they a lot do of a lot. They yeah they've yeah. got their fingers in a lot of different pots. Especially in 1971, I know we're going to talk about it, but they were doing some other stuff. Yeah, they in were the, in the, the early oh, 70s. God, as well. yeah. Honestly, that's probably where a large chunk of their money came from. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about it. So this is when we're going to start to really not like them. From 1951 to 1975, Dow managed the Rocky Flats plant near Denver, Colorado. Now, the Rocky Flats was a nuclear weapons facility that produced plutonium triggers for hydrogen bombs. Fun. Yeah. Well, while Dow was in charge of the Rocky Flats plant, there was contamination from fires as well as radioactive waste leakage. Now, there are two major fires, one in 1957 and one in 1969. They did not alert the public about the contaminated fires until the one in 1969 got so big that it was visible. People were like, hey, watch that. Oh, um, you know. Contaminated fire. It's, bon, it's bonfire night. We all we all make a, a bonfire and we, we roast weenies and drink beers. It's not it's not a chemical fire. If that's At what all. You're asking. It's, you... it's normal. It's Friday night. It's for the boys. It's boys stuff. I thought Saturday was for the boys, Kishan. Okay, it's a chemical fire. I'm really sorry. <laughs> we're well, sorry. And up until that point, the public had no knowledge about the fire in 1957. The Department of Energy ended up transferring management to Rockwell International in 1975. And in 1990, residents filed a class action lawsuit against Dow and Rockwell for environmental contamination. And they settled the case in 2017 for $375 million. Whoa. Yeah. This shows like like we talk about so many lawsuits in this and we don't even talk about nearly all of them. It just shows how much money these corporations are actually making that well, they can just like shell out like 375 mil and just like keep going. We'll just wait because there's a bigger one. Oh my god. Also, this reminds me of Chernobyl a little bit because yes. because the people in like the people affected by Chernobyl didn't even know for more than 2 weeks after the explosion in like in what is modern day Russia, not the other expansion like USSR states they didn't know that it had happened for two weeks because they like purposely like they were covering it up yeah and the government has such a control on the media it's just crazy it's so shitty and like i don't know 
it's funny because I bring up Chernobyl in a little bit, actually, about Ooh. something else. Um, but anyways, now it gets worse. Well, this is what really pissed people Ooh, off I'm about, about to Dow. Say, I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Kashan's going to drop some knowledge here in a minute. Ooh. Stretch. Get ready. Um, so during the Vietnam War, Dow was actually one of several manufacturers who produced napalm B under the government under government contract. Dow produced napalm from 1965 to 1969, despite protests, boycotting, and harassment from anti-war groups. This was during the Vietnam War, just in case you don't know. Um, Dow produced also produced Agent Orange, which if you're not as knowledgeable about that peri- dark period in our nation's history, Agent Orange was a herbicide and a defoliant chemical that we dropped on people during the Vietnam War. And this shit will fuck you up. When it was dropped, it destroyed a lot of land and also left people disabled and with health problems. Now, there is a difference between Agent Orange and Napalm, which I learned doing this episode today. And Kashan, can you explain the difference a little bit more? I think it's funny that you didn't know the difference between these two chemicals. I didn't know. But so maybe there's some people at home that don't as well. Uh, so Agent Orange is a uh, terrifying chemical. It's a D. You said it's a defoliant, which basically means it just leaves fall off plants. Makes leaves fall off plants so that uh, soldiers couldn't get ambushed in the forests because Vietnam is mostly forest. So they were making the leaves fall off the trees to make war easier, I guess. But it made not only Vietnamese people sick, it made a bunch of our soldiers sick as well. Well, how could you not get sick from being exposed to it? So, because here's the thing. If it just made Vietnamese people sick, and this is really fucked up, but people probably wouldn't have bat an eye at it because we were at war with them. Well, there you know, was which, a lot which of... Which is fucked up. Well, there was a lot of anti-war stuff going I mean, on at that yeah, time. There, yeah. There, and napalm was a big reason for that. Well, I mean, napalm is a reason, but uh, Agent Orange is what you still hear about Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, basically, napalm B is just... Uh, it make fire go whoosh like it just makes big fires it's like basically if you could make gasoline cling to stuff and stay there and burn really hot it's an excel it's a really scary accelerant and they used flamethrowers a lot in vietnam war so that's it that's the difference yes and agent orange also destroyed the trees Kashan and I, while we were researching, we found out that the canopy in Vietnam is just now growing back. It's and been, we destroyed that like so long ago. It's been 50 years. It's been 50 yeah. years and it's just like regenerating. Like like the, the effects of Agent Orange are still going. And I learned today something that Agent Orange is one of multiple chemicals we developed to do this. It was like the rainbow herbicides. Oh, yeah, that's right. Them. There was Agent Green and Agent White. So we literally developed a bunch of chemicals solely for this purpose and without thinking like, hey, you think this might hurt somebody if we just like crop dusted over a large area? They were just like, eh, fucking do it. Yeah, we didn't care, which is shitty. In 2005, there was a lawsuit that was filed against Dow and Monsanto by Vietnamese victims of Agent Orange. Monsanto is another chemical company. Um, The lawsuit was dismissed and nothing was given to the victims of Agent Orange, which is really shitty. Uh, however, Monsanto agreed to give $93 million in settlement brought forth by former Monsanto employees that were part of an explosion in Nitro, West Virginia. And we could do an entire episode. Like, we'll, we probably will do an episode on Monsanto at some point because yeah. they, they are... Um, Just as shitty. They're known for for a lot of bad things. Besides, yeah. like, Agent Orange is a big thing. And they I think they were the main contributor. Like, Dow helped, but Monsanto was, like, the main contributor to Agent Orange. And they've done a lot of their other shitty shit, shit since then. Now, 
if you are a longtime listener of us, you will probably remember that we covered the DuPont company back in season two, episode one, which talked about how they dumped a whole bunch of chemicals into the water and screwed over the entire world. So go listen to it. It will make you upset. It's our scariest episode by far. Oh, absolutely. By far. And you know what? That was back when we weren't as good, but it's still one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. Yeah. I love that episode. Yeah. It was a good, good in quotes. It was a good episode. Like mm, shitty topic, but we did a good job covering it. Yeah. So scary. I, that, that's one that I've told other people about and they've been like, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Honestly, that made me throw away a bunch of stuff in my kitchen. It will change the way the like it, it's. This is a big thing to say, but that will that episode will change the way you look at the world. Yeah, honestly, so. it will. Well, since you've lived and listening a very long time, you know that things are about to take an even worse, like another. It, it, we're taking more turns, more bad turns, as if Agent Orange wasn't bad enough. It is pretty bad. Um, also, Agent Orange is a stupid name, in my opinion. But anyways, uh, they got to name it something, something stupid that so you're not afraid of it because it it makes you not be afraid of it. But it's a scary thing. That's true. That's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's, it's psyops, man. So, where's Dow's headquartered? in Midland, Michigan, is where the story is going to be shitty. So, in 1969, the Ontario Ontario Water Resources Commission discovered that their mercury levels were elevated in the St. Clair River. And in 1970, it was discovered that the mercury was five times higher than the standard that is safe for consumption. It has become known as the Mercury Crisis of 1970. From 1949 to 1970, it's estimated that the effluent was running at times as high as 50 parts per million of mercury. Which I'm assuming is a lot. It is. It's bad. And approximately 100 tons of mercury was dumped into the St. Clair River, which flowed down to to Detroit and Lake Erie. Oh, man. Everyone's mad as a hatter. (laughs) Uh, Mad as a hatter is a term that comes because they use mercury in creating hats and it would drive. Oh, that's right. It would drive people. I forgot about created that. Created hats. Crazy. That's right. <laughs> it's also why they start. They started taking mercury out of um, temp like thermometers because um, they would shatter in people's mouths and then the mercury would poison them. Sounds fun. Yeah. But mercury is is something poisonous that looks pretty fun to hold. Right. It's like metal. It's like you can get gallium. I know everyone's screaming at me right now. Gallium's the same thing, but it's safe. I know. But it looks... Yeah, everyone's screaming at you, Kashan. Well, gallium is like... It's like a metal that melts at body temperature. So it'll melt in your hand and you can like move it around. It's all fun. It's like... So mercury poisonous, but fun to hold. Kind of like pufferfish. Poisonous, but don't they just look... they're all, their face yeah, I gets, do. I would love to poke one. Their face gets all chubby and they make that. <laughs> it's, it's so cute. Well, speaking of fish and not being able to eat it, all this mercury being dumped into the lake, into the river, it caused people to not be able to eat the fish that were living in the lakes and rivers, and a fishery ended up having to close down, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but a lot of people like depended on that stuff for food and like that's people's livelihoods. The jobs at the fishery, yeah. Yeah, so it like did actually affect a lot. And this was so impactful that the population of walleye declined by 80% in that area. Oh no, I don't know what walleye is. It's a fish. Well, I know that. That's really bad for the ecosystem, Kashan. All right, all right. You don't care about the environment. I bet you like fracking. 
I'm a nihilist. Well, we're, we're we're past the point of no return. Uh, I mean, it's kind of true. Frack away, get us to the end faster. That's that's how I see. It. You know, I did think about that the other day. I was like, if there is a nuclear war, like I guess whatever, because like, what am I actually living for? You know what I mean? So, are you guys at home depressed too, or like? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm depressed. I'm just, just like, a know, realist. Do you guys also feel apathetic towards life? <laughs> okay, anyway, it's also caused a lot of health problems like cancer for people. Uh, it gets worse. So on December 2nd, 1984, uh, there was a giant gas leak in the Union Carbine India Limited pesticide plant. I know that sounds like really crazy. And this happened in Bhopal, India. This is considered one of the world's worst industrial disasters. It's not as bad as Chernobyl, but it's really fucking bad. So over 500 people were exposed to the gases. So basically what happened was this gas cloud spread. It like went up and then it's like spread to the surrounding areas near the plant. And there's a lot of varying varying information about the death toll. But what the most I found was the immediate death, like the most consistent I found was that the immediate death toll was around 2,200 people immediately but over 500,000 were injured and the government has paid compensation to the victims families but in 2006 a government affidavit stated that the leak caused over 550,000 injuries including over 38,000 temporary injuries and about 4,000 severe and permanently disabling injuries other estimate that 8,000 people died within two weeks of the exposure and another 8,000 have died since from gas-related diseases now union carbonide did not become a subsidiary of Dow until 2001. So this isn't really Dow's fault, but Dow did take them over. And um, so a lot 17 of 17 years later, yeah, Dow took them over. Yeah, but still, that's a pretty big disaster to have on your name. I just think it's interesting that they took it over. You know what I mean? That they even considered having it as a subsidiary. I mean, did they keep the same name, though? Like, did they, did they call it like this or did they just like seize their assets basically? They, from what I understood is they seized their assets. I mean, at that point, is it even the same company anymore? You just bottle their stuff. I guess. I don't know. But a lot of people think that Dow should be held responsible for the ongoing cleanup because they're still cleaning the shit up. Although the government is actually in charge of the cleanup right now. Oh, well. I mean, I don't blame Dow for not cleaning it up. That's a big ass mess. And I wouldn't. And like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. We're like, well, it's not really their fault, but yeah, they just wanted their stuff. Yeah, so it's just interesting, and I thought that the story was interesting, so that's why I included it. But the area is still affected by the disaster, and it continues to be a problem until this day. But that's not shocking, considering we were just talking about Agent Orange, and you think about the nuclear bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. How like these things are still affected? We're affected for years and years and years and years and years afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's not shocking that this is still a problem. Birth defects. It's singable. <laughs> Gotta sing about it or you'll cry about it. Right? Put that on a bumper sticker. Put that on a bumper sticker. What? Sing about it or you'll cry about it? You gotta about sing it? about it or you're gonna cry about it. It's true. Now let's talk about tax evasion. We're oh, just gonna sing my everything. Favorite tax evasion. Hell yeah. In February of 2013, a federal court rejected two tax shelter transactions that were entered by Dow that would create a billion in tax deductions between 1993 and 2003. So, a tax shelter is something that helps reduce how much tax you have to pay the government, reducing your taxable income. Shelters you from tax. Aha! Uh, this scheme was created by Goldman Sachs and the lawyers at King and Spalding. Goldman Sachs. They're evil. Hmm. All banks are evil. They're 
I'm a little extra evil. We should do a podcast episode. There's too much. There's too much. We could we do, could, we could we do, could one do one a whole on, season of Goldman Sachs. We could do one on every bank ever, and and you guys could all be bored for a very long time. But Dow got in trouble, and they had to pay back the taxes, and they got a 20% penalty. That's a lot. What's 20% of a billion? That's my clock. Not my 200 million. You did that in your head? It's easy math. It's one. What's 20% of one? Point two. I guess that's true. <laughs> It's not okay, hard. Whatever. Matt. It's um, if you said it was three hundred sixty-five million, I wouldn't know that. Okay, the that's, one, that's easy. All right, that's fair. Of course, Dow said that they paid everything, but they fucking didn't. And I'm like, yeah, you're lying, and we all know you're lying. They just paid the back taxes. They were like, fine. Yeah, a plus the penalty. Yeah. All right. Well, and it's the one time they got caught, right? You know, that's the thing. It's like you got caught this one time, but how many times have you been doing it? Yeah, exactly. I'm annoyed. Yeah, you've discovered that companies don't pay taxes fairly. I mean, we've been talking about that, and we know that. It's a big thing. Amazon last year paid no taxes, okay? Amazon, like the biggest company in America. So, yeah, something's wrong with our tax system. Yeah, it's fucked up. Healthcare and taxes, those are like the two things that are terribly messed up. And education and infrastructure. Everything's fucked is what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, Russia, if you're listening and you want to nuke us, I'd go. Just hit the IRS building first. (laughs) <laughs> my uncle used to say, this is really bad, and I maybe should cut this out later, but my uncle used to say that we should bomb Washington just so we could start fresh. It's called a it's called a coup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they tried to do that on uh, January 6th, yeah, 2021. Uh, didn't work. Um, also, why don't we get a nuke? <laughs> he didn't say nuke them. He just said bomb them. Why am I going to get a bomb that I can launch at the government? I don't building? know. I'm just telling you what my uncle said. You gotta, you gotta like. I'm, I'm terrible at networking. I can't get out and like meet other people that you also want to bomb the government. I just don't know. I don't have a bomb plug. And it's like, yeah, it's like I can't make a bomb. So now I gotta find some of the expertise that can make a bomb that also hates the government that much. And like, I just want to lay in bed and watch the new series on HBO. I've only watched the first episode of Euphoria, and I gotta watch more. I have not watched Euphoria. You know, it's just like I don't have time to bomb the government. <laughs> it's just it's a lot of work it's a lot of work yeah i'm not you know and i, I gotta work nine to five too because god damn it i gotta have health insurance so i do have to have, uh, there aren't enough hours in the day to bomb the government is all i'm gonna say like, you know if i could i would but yeah but i won't well dow also got in big ass trouble for t- price fixing okay a scheme where they inflated the price of polyurethane plastic is the not fancy word for that the justice department closed an investigation in 2007 and there was a class action lawsuit that was won in 2013 and this is the big one dow settled the suit for 835 million dollars what in 2016 that is almost triple of that other lawsuit we were talking about i wonder how they did it like they just had they had like a stranglehold on the market, so with mm-hmm. their monopoly, with their monopoly, they were able to like raise the prices and like price yeah. gouge people. Yeah. All right. I think it was very um, much like Martin Shkreli, where he just like inflated the price of insulin because he could. Or it's like diamonds. Yeah. Or diamonds, they're all controlled by the sa- by like the same company, so they create a false deficit to increase the price of diamonds. Yeah, I think that's basically what they were doing. Fucked but up. With plastic. What a stupid. A stupid thing to do it with, but whatever. I mean, they'll do it with anything they can. Yeah, right. To be honest, 
And then I'm not going in depth. There was also a really big pesticide case in New York with Dow Chemical where they like fucked up the pesticide and they had to pay $2 million to the state of New York for being unsafe in 2007. And it was actually the biggest pesticide lawsuit ever. And there was also a huge amount of um, the cancer causing chemical dioxin found in Titabawasi River of Michigan that they were spilling into the river. I, know, I think it's more PC to call it breast Thank you very much. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. You're offending people. Okay. Well, in conclusion, this company sucks. And you want to know how it sucks even more? They merged with DuPont in 2017. They're together now. So it's what, this a, to- is a-, what a toxic relationship. I was just right? going to make that joke and you took it out of my mouth. I'm sorry. This is like, yeah, they kind of deserve each other though. Yeah. They're like Shane and Shayna from Love is Blind. Oh my God. Yes, they are. They're both terrible, but they Shane they is not be as together. terrible as Shayna. They're both pretty bad. It'd be like if Shake and Shayna got together. Yeah. I'm surprised you watch Love is Blind. You hate pop culture. Uh, I came in when Jessica was watching it and I watched two episodes with her and now she just told me all of it. So I haven't seen the rest of it, but she's told me. So I know. Well, enough. I hate Shake because he said that Deep D looked like his aunt and she doesn't. She's hot. Yeah, she was good looking. All right, we got to stop talking about Love is Blind. So anyway, now they merge and they're called Dow DuPont, which is not, it's so many capital letters in one word. What an inventive name. I know. They could have called it Dow Pont. And it, Dow Pont. That would have been like 10 times better. Pont down. Dow Pont. They need a better marketing team. Yeah. If they want to call me, you know, I hate them both, but I'll, you know. Take they, their money. They pay me the right amount of money. I'll take it, yeah. Absolutely. Dow Pont. They still have a presence in 160 countries, and they do employ about 54,000 people worldwide. So if you live next to a Dow DuPont plant, I'm not Get saying fuck out of I'm there. not saying to go in and to and to like beat up their equipment with lead pipes, but like you, you could. Know, I, I I'm just saying I wouldn't be able to stop you because I'd be watching Euphoria in my bed. Just like I said, I don't have time to come stop you. Raiding a chemical company plans, okay? So, but if you're there, if you could, if you find someone who can make a bomb, just let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, from tax evasion to the destruction of the Vietnamese forestry, Dow Chemical has truly fucked up in every single way possible. We love them for their saran wrap, but we hate them for all the bad things they have done to this world. The fact that a company like this can continue to survive and be allowed to thrive when they have proven so many times that they are untrustworthy is very unsettling. This shows that if you are lining the pockets of those who are wealthy, you can continue to harm humanity and make the world a worse place. Fuck Dow Chemical, fuck the rich, and fuck my sanity. Yeah, they've been they've been allowed to continue because guess what? They got all these government contracts. So the government's the one giving the money. So now they're in in bed with the government. Why would the government crack down on them? Huh? They're old friends. They're all in it together. They're all led by the lizard people, okay? So they all know each other. They all were there at the meetings when they decided to do 9/11, all right? So of course the government's not going to stop them. Dow Chemical caused 9-11. You heard it here. Yeah, they're the ones that invented the jet fuel that can melt steel beams. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Hold on. No, I'm you're, not you're, speaking. You're, you're, you're making all of the sense I'm here. just saying. If, if I, you know Nina Curtin loves a conspiracy theory. If I'm found dead, just know it's because all of this was true. And the CIA finally came for me. 
Fuck, man, you might be right. I've been I've been watching. I've been listening to a series on MK Ultra, and I think I'm crazy now. I'm a little worried about <laughs> what it did to you, but it's okay. I'm broke. I'm broken. I have before me a man who once was Kashan Bachelor, and now I'm a freedom fighter for. It's just re- a shell of a human. I'm a freedom fighter for the resistance against the the pedophilic elite. All right. On that note, thank you so much for listening to us. <laughs> Um, we are broken people. Um, if you want to help us not be so broken, you could uh, follow us on social media at uh, Facebook at White Collars. No, Facebook.com slash White Collars Red Hands on Twitter at White Collars Pod on Instagram at White Collars underscore Red Hands. Um, you could also send us an email if you wanted to say, hey, check on us. We're not okay. Um, or give us a suggestion for next season's episodes we are actually very close to the end of the season and next week yeah is the season finale oh holy shit i can't believe it's been 10 weeks already yeah man time flies when you're miserable i I can't believe we're about to end our sixth season yeah and start our seventh season pretty fun pretty insane is what it is yeah i can't i'm proud of us for remaining so consistent yeah we really have been. Well, I mean, you got to persevere in your war against the deep state. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do. Um, you can also listen to us on Entertainment Buffet. That's a little way to put some cash in our pockets because we're poor. Um, That's on YouTube. It is. If you want an unfree way. Oh, oh, and another free way to support us is by rating us on iTunes or on Spotify. Um, our analytics show that. 80% of you are listening on Apple Podcasts right now. So if you could give us a little review, that would really help us out. And Spotify just added a rating um, yeah, so feature. We're, we're still looking to get more ratings on there, too. We know that our next highest listenership is from Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify right now on mobile, they haven't released it for desktop yet. Really weird. But if, oh, you're, listen, weird. if you're listening on mobile, go in there, hit those five stars, help us out a little bit. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Our rating's actually pretty good on there, but it can get higher. Yeah. Another freeway, which I've been plugging every week, is just tell a friend. Oh, yeah. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is um, honestly the best. You know, uh, hey, give a speech in your local town square about how much you love us. Wear the merch that you can get from Tee Public while yeah, you're giving a speech. Yeah, that's an unfree way to support us uh, is by getting merch from Tee Public on our website. Carry a sign with our faces on it. You know, just get, yeah, get it out there. Spread the word. Tell everybody what giant sluts we are. Everybody loves a slut. Create a create a tape that says White Collars Red Hands is the best podcast, like looping over and over again, sneaking into the pillows of people so that they like learn to listen to it by osmosis. Again, something they did in MK Ultra. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. That's serious though, that's real, but I'm gonna stop. Okay. Um <laughs> this took a worse turn <laughs> than I thought it was going to. Um I'm actually worried about Kashan, so we're gonna end the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time on another episode of White Collars. Red Red hands. hands. I'm part of my own Truman Show. Everything's fucked up. I don't know what I'm doing. Ah.